Support for MPB comes from the Mississippi Museum of Art in Jackson. What Became of Dr. Smith by artist Noah Satterstrom is on view now through September 22, 2024. Learn more at msmuseumart.org. Hello and welcome to the Arts Hour. I'm Larry Morrissey with the Mississippi Arts Commission. This is the Arts Commission's weekly turn at the microphone here at MPB. Each week we bring you an in-depth interview with a different creative Mississippian. That can be a musician, a craftsperson, a photographer, or someone who helps promote the arts in their community. Uh, sitting in with us uh, behind the boards, our silent uh, but uh, powerful producer Kevin Farrell is with us, and joining us today as our guests are Johnny B. and Iretta Sanders. Hey, welcome, guys. Thank you Thank for having you. us. Well, you guys are a uh, blues duo, uh, blues review, guitar player, and, and vocalist. Uh, you've uh, recently to Jackson, Mississippi, mm -hmm. moved here in the last few years. Uh, Johnny, maybe you could start off and just kind of tell us a little bit about... Um, what y'all do as as performers with your group? Well, actually, uh, you know, me and um, my beloved, we uh, go out and do duets. I play guitar, you know. She do most of the singing when we are doing duets. And we're doing band gigs. It's, it's where it's now that I would open up with three or four songs and let her close the show out with her vocals. So that's how it's been going uh, like forever <laughs> since, yeah. since she came and joined me, you know. And you all have your own original music, which we'll be listening to. And, yes. And then you kind of do a mixture of a lot of other yes. stuff as well. Yes. We we do a lot of cover tunes. But, Larry, you know, I kind of like want to get out of playing a lot of covers. I want to just get strictly uh, with original songs. So me and my wife been talking about it. And it's going to take a little gust for me to do it. But I'm going to do it. When they come out and hear us, they're hearing what we do, you know. Your style and yeah, not just somebody else's. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. Well, now, Johnny, you're from Chicago originally, yes, right? But, born and raised. But I read a, you're, you're a Mississippi native. Yes, I'm a Mississippi gal. I was born in uh, Tunica, Mississippi. I'm going to put that out there. So a lot of the stuff you hear coming out of me is, is a, I would say, a Chicago style with a Mississippi twist. Uh, my vocal range is high, and uh, I think um, I've been told that I have a sweet tone and uh, uh, I would say a roar, uh, strong voice. So um, I just use it to my full ability and do the best I can when I'm out working. Uh, also, I am a performer. I not only sing, but uh, I put on a great performance uh, whenever I'm doing it. Uh, my husband called me a magnet because uh, anytime that I'm performing, I tend to draw the audience to me. So I've been doing pretty good at it. It's been working. But yes, I am a Mississippi girl and uh, slash Chicago slash Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all over the place, I'm you know, doing music. I, I, I told a fan one day, I said, he said, we would come and see you and Johnny be anywhere. I said, you guys would come and see us if we went to the moon. He said, well, I tell you what, I read, if you get a ticket to the moon, let me know. <laughs> we'll be on our way. <laughs> So, yeah, but it's a lot of fun, and, and uh, we're enjoying doing music here in Mississippi. Uh, like I said earlier, Mississippi has opened us with uh, open arms. I mean, we couldn't have found a better place to, you know, start uh, our music career. And, uh, I mean, it's taken off so much. I mean, everybody says, who is that? Who are those people? You're walking around, who is that? Who is that? Oh, that's Johnny B. and Miss Iretta. Oh, oh, yeah, I heard about them. I know. So, you know, it's it's like getting around town the word now and— uh -huh. 
you know, we work in a lot of places out here that a lot of, uh, uh, I would say, musicians here in Mississippi haven't been working. So, you know, we're we doing all right. I'm loving Mississippi, loving being back home. That's great. So, and so, Johnny, tell us a little bit about you. So you're, you were born and raised in Chicago? Yes. So talk about kind of your, your kind of musical uh, upbringing, as it were, in Chicago. When did you get started? Well, and... I got started at a very young age. I was three years old, actually. My pops, uh, he was a guitarist, and uh, he showed me uh, chords. We had an upright piano in our home, and he showed me how to play chords and the progression of the course, you know, the timing, one, four, five, uh, you know, with a quick change and all that. And once I learned the course, he'd be plucking and plucking around on it. When I got about seven years old, you know, I got sick of that piano, man, you know, because I wasn't doing them just keeping up chords, but he was doing a lot of other slick stuff on there, you know, chorus and leading and singing and all that. So uh, when I got seven, uh, actually, I said, Dad, you know, I want to learn how to play guitar. And he didn't hesitate. He went into the bedroom and brought me out a 62 Jaguar, Fender Jaguar, put it in my hand. Wow. And I sat at that uh, record player, and the uh, first two songs I learned was B.B. King's songs. Everybody wanted to know why I sing the blues, and the thrill is gone. And by the time my dad got off work, I knew how to play those songs. And those were the only two songs that I would play. <laughs> but across the street, it was a guy named Ronnie Cotton. He was a guitar player, too. It was a lot of music in our neighborhood, you know. Every Sunday, you heard bands out of the garage and dragster cars, too. Vroom, you know. But anyways, uh, Ronnie showed me some Jane Brown chords and, and stuff. And then I got into Jane Brown. And by the time I got in sixth grade, I did a, a solo at school, and uh, after that, uh, getting out of high, uh, eighth grade, I went to high school, and I got in with uh, some uh, Latino guys. You know, they was playing the Santana stuff, and I was one of the rhythm guitar players back then. So I didn't sing. I was always rhythm. So uh, around 13-ish, you know, uh, my mom and pop, they separated. So I'm getting really personal here, but I'm telling you my story. Sure, no, that's what we're looking for. And, and my mom, she would you always complain about getting to work on time and stuff, so I uh, got a friend down the street. His name was Cisco. He's perished. I taught him how to play, and he got really good at it. And he's perished now, but uh, he took me to a pawn shop, and I, I sold my guitar to get my mom's a clock. It was a clock with two bells <laughs> So she could ring up. So I was out. I was out of good, without a good time. And by that time, you know, it was the, you know the girls and stuff like that. But when I turned to about nineteen, eighteen, I wanted to pick my good time back up. So I went back to a pawn shop, got me a good time, and got to working out with my good time. And then I started playing with guys like in the neighborhood, you know, rehearsing in a garage or in a front living room and stuff like that go out and play, you know, and stuff like that. And at that time, you know, I was having kids, you know, so you got to you gotta work, take care of the kids. It's not so much about you no more. You know, you got to take care of these kids. So that was going on. But uh, when it, it got around to when I met my wife, you know, I still wasn't singing. But anyway, I went to Vegas one year, and I stayed down there a year by myself, you know, just... And I was eating dinner, and uh, this band was up there, and this guitar player, I mean, it was just 
just cutting all the way through me, you know. And that's when I made up my mind that I was going to start singing and, you know, leading the band, you know, not just being the background playing, but leading the band. Not being in the background ain't bad now because I know some musicians now that play with a lot of great artists, and that's all they do. But I wanted to step up front, and I did. I came back to Chicago, and I got hooked up with a Harmonica Hines at the checkerboard, and uh, after that, Johnny Christian, you know, Lindsey Alexander, you know, all of these these guys, they big in Chicago now. And I worked my way, Johnny B. Moore, uh, you know, Eddie, yeah. You know, just it's just so many artists that I done played with. And uh, they was good to me, you know. And um, then I just have so happened in 86, uh, you know, I met my wife, you know, and I was uh, at, a, at an apartment, you know, and uh, I, I was in the bedroom playing a bass, and she came in there and started singing. And when she did that, I said, that was good for me. You know, I got a woman that can sing, and this is what I do. So I, it hit me to my heart. I said, you know, one day we're going to make it in this business woman like that. I said it like that. And um, it gradually happened. You know, it gradually happened. It took off. Uh, I started my own band in Chicago. I was playing behind uh, this guy, Willie D, a lot of other artists. I was like a call, guitar, you call me. I played with everybody down there. And you guys that I haven't said your name, forgive me, but I done played with a lot of those cats. And um, now uh, me and my wife were just doing our thing. She would come in and set in with bands uh, that I was playing behind, and they was loving her. And and uh, when we left Minnesota, Chicago and went to Minnesota, though, that's when we really, that's when we really teamed up. That's when yeah. we really started. We teamed up as a a, a band, a, a band yeah. you know. And it just really hit in Minnesota. That's when our career as a couple really took off in Minnesota, and we played some everywhere down there, some f casinos, festivals, clubs, restaurants. Yeah, we played everywhere, Wisconsin, you know? North Dakota. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, and we decided to to uh, get out the cold. I just got tired of because my boys, they didn't grow up. They didn't move out the house. Now I got to be out here. <laughs> It's time to get snow over around. <laughs> Come on down. I got to push the snow around. No man. snow, huh? And yeah. that snow blower don't, it, it'll do the job, but you be out there all day. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we're, we're talking today with Johnny B. and Iretta Sanders. There's a, they're a blues do, duo based here in Jackson, but they're touring all around, and we're going to be hearing some later about some of the places they're going to be going. We're back on the Arts Hour. Our guests today are Johnny B. and Iretta Sanders. They're a blues duo based in Jackson, uh, originally from Chicago and Tunica, respectively. Uh, we heard a little bit about Johnny's uh, musical background in the last segment. Uh, Iretta, give us a little about... Did you grow up kind of in the church singing, or well, what was your background? In, yeah, coming up in the South, you know, everybody, it was law to go to church. <laughs> it was the law. You had to go whether you wanted to go or not. So I'm, I crossed the riverbanks so many times going to New Haven Church, Baptist Church. But, uh, yes, basically started singing in uh, church choirs and around church. And um, I think my first mentor was Coco Taylor because when she came out with Wayne Dang Doola, that was in 1965, and I think I was about eight years old. And I learned that song. So that was my first blues song that I learned and mastered was Coco Taylor. And I still today 
to this day sing that song when I'm out on sets, you know. They used to call me in Chicago when I would go to the jams and stuff with Johnny and Willie D now be playing, and they say, here come the Wayne Dang Doodle Lady. And I said, that's not my song, you know, but I had got it, you know, mastered it so. But, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and I did a lot of uh, singing around churches in Chicago, and, uh, you know, I did a, a few uh, uh, plays, you know, different stuff like that. So, yeah, not so much. Till I met this guy here, you know, <laughs> when I when I met him, then it seemed like uh, everything really began to blossom. I I really felt then like I I could be a professional singer, you know, and and it takes guts to, you know, to carry a title because when you first come out, it's like you shake, it's like a baby taking steps. But you know now, you know, it's like it's like I'm running with it, you know. I I mean I'm. You know, I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, I uh, started out like that uh, family-orientated church and so forth, you know. But I really didn't really get started to sing professionally until I uh, got with Johnny. So, yeah. So probably the obvious question, but we should ask is, so Johnny, how did y'all meet? Did you, was it through musical circles or <laughs> is it, is it, it, well, you can be general. No, no. You don't have to be specific. Actually, well, I'll be specific. Okay. I'm telling like it is. Lord, this man tell his story. I was sitting up in a place called Casablanca. Me and a friend was talking. The lady that was working, the body knew her very well. She seen me grow up as a kid. Now, Casablanca was a heavy jazz place. A lot of top flight people used to go there, limousines, fur coats, women's, you know, men's tuxes, and mm -hmm. it was a nice place. But I grew up uh, to be able to go in there about 18, you know. And uh, no, 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 I was uh, about 28 when I met her. Mm -hmm. And uh, she walked in that door, and uh, I asked Elaine, I said, Elaine, you know that woman over there? She said, no, Johnny, I, I seen her, but I don't know her. I said, okay. A lot of guys was coming up to her. Heavy hitters, too. Okay. <laughs> Had some competition. And they were walking, they walking up, walk back. They take walk up, walk back. <laughs> I said, check me out. I, you know, went over there. We walked out together. Banked at Elaine. <laughs> and then after that, it was soon after that, uh, we was married. Three months in advance. Yeah, oh, you know, wow. we got married and whirlwind, and, and it just took mm -hmm. off ever since. And it's been thirty-three years. Yeah, now. wonderful. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. We have a nice relationship, tight relationship. Well, know. and it, it's you know, and it's it's a whole other thing to be also professionally working together mm -hmm. as well. So mm -hmm. that's another yeah. angle. Yeah, to a it. lot of people say. Uh, I can turn. I'm like, no, I'd rather be more like Bernie and Clyde. <laughs> you know, she hung with that guy to death. You know, Tina oh, kind of left Ike, you know. <laughs> she kind of left. So but, you mean, you tell know. me I got to die with you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, well, I'm in it for life. You know? I mean. You know. As a love grant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, one thing that I think that uh, immediately, even before your music, is kind of y'all's appearance and how you kind of present yourself on stage. And I read, I was hoping you'd talk kind of about that, kind of your, your thoughts about y'all, you know. Uh, Johnny has a top hat on or he has a nice, you know, hat. Mm -hmm. You guys are always looking very uh, well, professional uh, and slick. You know, that's one of the topics that, that goes all throughout Mississippi. As soon as we hear the room, it's their dress. 
you know, they never know how we're coming, but they know we're coming. When we're coming, it's going to be hard or heavy. And so this is like a expectation that we have to keep up. And it's just the Chicago way yeah. because in Chicago, everybody dressed. Yeah. You know, you well, never came you out. You know, I hung out with Artie Blues, Boy White, Cicero Blake. You know, those guys. <laughs> never on know, stage. You know, they be dressed. Would you, you know? see anybody in gym and shoes so or So I picked up that. When I'm hit that stage, I want to look presentable. But getting back to the top hat, uh, (laughs) after he came out with the top hat, I said, well, I got to step it up a notch. So I went and found me a dress designer. (laughs) So now when I come out, it's something I've never seen before. And I said, you know what? They always dress it in nine. I think they like a modern-day Ike and Tina. But he said not Ike and Tina, Bonnie and Clyde. But... uh, you know, that's one of our uh, signals uh, yeah. that on any stage that we're going on, we're going to be highly dressed, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's just our way, and, and that's the way we feel comfortable doing it. And yeah. I don't care what kind of stage. It could be we could be on a, 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 up on a bar stool yeah. singing and performing. We're going we're gonna to look yeah. the way Johnny B. and Queen I rather look, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's just it. Mm-hmm. But it's not a, it's not a, you know. That's Actually, just we go to a bar where, where the, the bar <laughs> where you sit down, you sit down on top of toilet stools. Oh God, you're talking about Nick's <laughs> and Hattiesburg. <laughs> but you guys class that place up. Yeah, Hattiesburg. Nick's Ice House is that right? Nick's Ice House. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard about that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I've never seen nothing dive, like that. But you know. Hey, you know. But, but they're very classy in, in Hattiesburg. Like the Hattiesburg native Kevin Farrell is with. Us, so, uh. <laughs> but yeah, Hattiesburg is good. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna go back and play Hattiesburg. I think uh, next month. Well, yeah. uh, the twenty sixth. Yeah, I booked some today with Hattiesburg. Yeah, Hattiesburg. Now, yeah. yeah, a little old place. Yeah, we ain't put posted it yet, but yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Johnny B. and Queen Iretta Sanders. Thank They're Bluesdale oh. here, based in Jackson, but they are all over the place. Uh, yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about that because you know you guys work pretty regularly the clubs in Jackson, but mm-hmm. you are you are really statewide, and it We're seems like you've kind of been at that that angle from mm-hmm. the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. This is a blessing for us to go overseas. Mm-hmm. Now we are inter- international entertainers. Oh, right. Yeah. So, and you have a European tour coming up. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, as, as this is, as people are listening to this, y'all are in Europe uh, mm-hmm. performing. So, yeah. Tell uh-huh. us a little about that. That Europe, where all you're going, and that. Well, well uh, I can't. I ain't, I ain't got no service on my phone, but it's well, in Switzerland. We start in May. May the twenty second, we'll board here right. in Memphis. I mean, not here in Memphis, but Memphis, and we'll go to Switzerland uh, for the uh, it's the uh, Blues Rules Chrisser uh, Blues Festival. And they give it every year, and they reach out to a lot of Mississippi artists. Okay, and then from there, we'll be going on to Italy, uh, doing a tour from the twenty eighth to June seventh. And and even before we get to Switzerland, there's also a big event coming up in uh, Gainesville, Florida. It's the Women in Blues uh, a showcase, and I was picked to be one of those women in blues down there in Florida. So that's that's a big thing going on right now. They mm-hmm. blowing it up all over the internet about Gainesville Women in Blues. So uh, yeah, that's that's where we're gonna be and. Uh, we'll be over there until June, and coming back June, we have some other stuff coming California. up. We have to go to California to a 
I think it's the Russell Hayward Blues Festival. And then we also got the Windy City Blues Festival coming up this fall. We also will be going on tour in uh, Florida coming to fall. That's in the making. So we're going to be busy. 2019 is the year for Johnny B and Queen Iretta. I think this is our year to really blossom and I wouldn't say put Mississippi on the map because you guys are already on the map. <laughs> but uh, I think we can uh, play a, a great contribution uh, to Jackson's uh, music because I'm loving Jackson now. You yeah. know? So I think we'll be a great contribution. And all the people that's out there that got anything going on, whether it be art festivals, event, birthday parties, retirement parties, or whatever, Christmas parties, you know, we are available. We uh, we do have a website, emails, and all that good information. I'm pretty sure Larry will get, that, get to that part, but I'm just putting it out there now. So, yes, uh, we will definitely hit that before yeah, the end. Yeah, Absolutely. we're going uh, we're gonna to be all over this place. So we just hope that Jackson and uh, Mississippi just continue to welcome us like they've been doing. Yes. And, and 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 what I was also wanted to get at, since this is a statewide show, that you know while you are based here and you do a lot of club gigs, you are regularly in other parts of the state. And I just want some of the regular places maybe you could just kind of hit on. Uh, if if people are looking for you, you might find you at so and so in, for example, in Clarksdale. You're well, at Ground well, Zero on well, a regular Ground basis. Ground Zero yeah. took us on um, well, two, two years, years ago. ago. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, every since, you know, it's just been ground zero mm-hmm. pretty much every six, two months out, you know, mm-hmm. but we've been playing that on the regular. Mm-hmm. They switched uh, booking agency, but the lady that's hounding it now, she heard us. They like so us. So she kept us on. Uh, Frank Jones, you know, the same way a couple of years. Uh, uh, Sherman, uh, Sherman Dillon, yeah, he, Sherman. Uh, when we come in here, throw his guitar in my hand. We'd get up there and do a few tunes. We did that for a little while, and now he didn't took us on. It's been a couple of years. And the Iron, uh, Horse. Iron Horse, same Eric, way. Yeah. The, the Iron Horse and uh, Frank Jones, I think, is the two top blues places in Here in town, yeah, in here in town. Jackson, yeah. So we play those on a regular. But you've been going up to Holly Springs as well, I oh, believe, yeah. Well, we just started going to Holly Springs. Mm-hmm. We did last a, year. Yeah, last year, you know, mm-hmm. and... We've been back, you know. 2018. And we're um, going back. Yeah, we we have some gigs booked in Holly Springs right now. Uh, we have some gigs booked up in uh, Hattiesburg. Waterford. Uh, Waterford. Oh, we got uh, 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 Meridian. Meridian. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're really statewide. So, <laughs> folks, you don't have to come to Jackson to see <laughs> Just yeah. look Johnny B and Queen yeah. Aretta. They're going to be in times, your town. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times when we're in their town, they come out and see us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come out and hang with us. That's great. We're back for our final segment of the Arts Hour. I'm Larry Morrissey, and our guests today are Johnny B. and Queen Iretta Sanders, the blues duo, based in Jackson, but uh, originally from Chicago and Tunica, Mississippi, but now strongly in the central Mississippi area. Um, Now, one of the parts of your your story is, of course, you met in Chicago and kind of got your start there, but then you guys went to... You were Johnny. You were talking about not liking the cold, but you decided to double down on that, I guess. Yeah. And moved to the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Yeah. Well, you know, it was a lot of talk in Chicago how prosperous Minnesota was. Yeah. You know. Uh, so we had kids at the time, and um, when '99 hit, you know, me and my wife just decided to move, and we moved. We didn't have jobs down there, anything. We was running back and forth from Chicago to Minnesota till we found the place. We found the place. And we moved. And when we moved, 
I set up, you know, I set the house up and everything. The next day we was out looking for work. Both of us got a job within two weeks to, to support ourselves and our family. We stayed there our first year. Then we bought our first house down there. And we bought that and, and uh, got our first house. And then I wanted to get back into music because, you know, that's what we do. Right. So we got out there and and start plugging at it and plugging at it. And before you know it, start you taking know, off. If you look, this uh, website that I have now was kind of, I got it back in, it's, if I'd have had my old website, you see all the Minnesota dates from uh, 99. Okay. On up, you know, at least 2002 or three. That's when we really started picking back up. Yeah, in Minnesota. We, played, we played a lot but of we the played venues in, everywhere in Minnesota. Minnesota. Just like we do here, mm-hmm. duet and band stuff, but mostly band stuff in uh, Minnesota. Well, when them skis, uh, yeah, Blue Saloon, uh, Famous Dave's downtown there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all the bigger spots. So uh, we played a lot of Rochester, Iowa, North Dakota, Mankato, you know, Wisconsin. So, yeah. you know, so there's kind of like a, a back to Chicago, northern kind of north, uh, north midwestern kind of circuit, as mm-hmm. it were. Okay, mm-hmm. just like here. You yeah, know. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like now we play in the south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. it was the same. It's pretty prosperous, you know. You know. But I just, like I say, I got tired of the cold, pushing snow. That's cold, cold, though. That's yeah, it's just cold. That's double down cold. You got yeah. a mustache in the freeze, you <laughs> grab it, you're going to break it off, no, no doubt. <laughs> it's going to break off. <laughs> oh, man. That's so cold. people know, like, uh, uh, the Minneapolis area for, like, Prince, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, rock bands from there. Mm-hmm. What What kind of... T- tell us a little about that music scene and how blues fit into it. Well, uh, you know, we're a blues band. It was a lot of places down there that you could play blues, you know. But uh, Prince and them, they was on a kind of different level. Oh, level. sure, yeah. yeah. You know, they was, they was up, uh, show up in these rooms, but mm-hmm. maybe sit in. I heard Prince have sit in, mm-hmm. show up and sit in. But uh, I never got a chance to meet Prince, but I did get a chance to meet some of his musicians, mm-hmm. you know. In fact, one of the musicians he grew up with, Hollywood, used to drum for me mm-hmm. uh, down in Minnesota. I met Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean was one of the time drummers. I think he was drumming mm-hmm. with the time, but he stage. played guitar uh, mm-hmm. on stage. He was a left, lefty on guitar, Jelly Bean. He had things going down there, mm-hmm. too. But I met uh, guys on the blues scene was like uh, Big George, uh, Don King, Big, Walter, uh, Big Smith. Walter Smith, you know, all of those guys. Uh, when we come on the scene there, hey, Johnny, get on up here and do a couple of tunes, man. And and even uh, with the uh, 2019 International Blues Challenge, there was some Minnesota uh, artists that came from Minnesota that was in the challenge, the D. Miller Band. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's all over the place down there. Uh, uh, another woman, uh, Annie Mack Band. Mm-hmm. She's been to Switzerland, the Lucerne Lisa Blues Wenger. Festival. Lisa Wenger. You know, so we met a lot of Big other John great, Dickerson. It's, it's, great bands so out there, there, too, yeah. that we uh, set in with and had mm-hmm. the pleasure of uh, meeting those people through Minnesota. So, yeah, they was they were good people out there. I read it. What are some of the, in terms of like traveling around, I'm just curious about what are some, maybe the, you know, people in, uh, 
Mississippi be like, there's blues in North Dakota? You know, that would be, I'm, I'm just curious about like outside of Minneapolis, St. Paul, what were some of the places that are stand out to you that were memorable that you all played kind of in that circuit up there? What, and, uh, coming from up north, you mean? Yeah, when you were up in, in St. Paul. Oh, I would say uh, in Black River Falls, the uh, casinos, the casino. you know, they paid good and, and fed you good and all that good stuff. So that stood out to me. <laughs> uh, uh, like I said, the other places were like um, uh, Walemski's, you know, that was a, a blues spot in a famous Dave's in Minnesota that everybody know those places when you go to Minnesota. Uh, you go downtown Minneapolis, you're going to hit those spots. So, yeah, those are some of the places that, that stood out to me. Uh, in Chicago, there were places like the Kingston Mines, uh, uh, Lee's Unleaded Blues. You know, those blues clubs, uh, they've been there forever and don't look like they're going nowhere. So when you play places like that, you know, you done played somewhere. Like, for say, if you come here and you play at Frank Jones Corner, you done played blues in Jackson. So uh, those are some of the places that stood out in my mind, you know, since I've been running around singing professionally. That's good. Mm-hmm. Johnny, tell us about kind of your your uh, writing and recording process, like how you, uh, you know, when you come up with songs and, and are you recording them yourselves? Are you going into studios? Well, I'm, I'm basically in my, my studio uh, just chopping, you know, I'm really good with rhythm, you know. I was rhythm strong before I was lead, you know. But anyways, um, I just come up with some rhythm lines, you know, just it's, a lot of times you, it take a while to get the arrangements together, but once I get it together, like what what with this, uh, I read a CD. Uh, she said she heard a tune and she wanted to write to it. I normally do a lot of that. You know, I put the music together and then put lyrics on top of mm-hmm. it. You know, that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. You know, not lyrics and then try to put, get the music together, get the beat together, get the, mm-hmm. get the rhythm section together, and then I put lyrics on top of it. It's much easier for you to sing. And a lot of times when you do that, a song just come out, you know, while you're doing that. So that's how I mostly write, you know. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So on our next CD, you'll hear... A lot of uh, hot uh, oh, Mississippi, yeah. I would say Mississippi blues music. Yeah, I got a, a tune that I created just by listening to Robert Burnside and Dwayne. Uh, did I say that right? Yeah. Robert Kimbrough. No, Robert, Robert Kimbrough Kimbrow and yeah. Dwayne Burnside. No, they rivals. <laughs> get it right. Yeah, they, you got to get it right with those guys. Yeah, yeah. They, it ain't this. Southern that, it ain't Soul, Cotton Patch, yeah, Northfield, yeah. Yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, you know, right. It's a big But thing. listening to yeah. those guys, I have came up with a tune, and uh, I played it for uh, Dwayne. Dwayne. When we was up in... Uh, Holly Spring playing a gig. I said, Dwayne, how you like this? And I got to playing it. His ass was bucky. <laughs> <laughs> so so just listen to those guys and I created style. something. Okay, yeah. a little bit of their, their style, mm-hmm. which is very distinct from yeah. the Chicago style. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm kind of creating some songs on the Mississippi level women. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, she <laughs> got some. Women's songs. Now we so. snuck, I snuck it, you know, I snuck them out, you know, and uh, people, they just, they they just like love it. it. They love it. Because you she, do a song, you do a number, and you say, hey, what do you think What do you think about this song? Should we keep it? 
He's like, yeah, put that on the wax or put it on whatever you put it on, you know. <laughs> so I said, okay, then we got a winner. And that's the way we did with uh, Let's Party Right, you know, before we even recorded any of those songs. Johnny, we would go out and play with the band, and then we'd fall into one of the songs on that I loved on called Candyman. And and I said, what do you ladies think about it? What do you women think? And they were like, yeah. You know, that's it. I got me a candy, man. You know, so <laughs> let's record that. So yeah, they love yeah. that song, Candy. So, yeah. It's, uh, well, a lot of lyrics that she said live is not on well, no, there. <laughs> I mean, you know, you So we to... get on the radio still. <laughs> <laughs> the producer is sitting here, folks, you know. Oh, yeah, he, you can he, play it on air. So okay. He's getting the beep ready. Or, ready. Yeah. Um, Talk about uh, your, like, so you go out to a club for the first time, you know, you've not been there before. How do you, how do you decide, like, do you look at the room and decide, okay, this is going to be our first song or like, how, how do you build a set based on in a place you've never been before, well, you, you know, know how, we, getting feedback or, you know, how you do that? go out with a song list. Okay. It's not a set, you know, we're going to do this song, then this song, then, then, uh-uh. We don't, I, we don't do that. We just go up. Look at the crowd. Sometimes I, you know, hear conversations, you know, <laughs> and I get up and sing about a song that relates to that. They cover tunes, but I sing a song that relates to that. That's how you draw it in. But I rather. I'm a little different. Hand. Yeah. She's she's a little different too. Like I said, we don't have a song list. She look at a crowd and she deliver. Mm-hmm. And you know. Yeah, because see, in your mind, in your music category. You have so million songs, songs yeah. you know. I can go gospel, country, wherever mm-hmm. I'm at, I can fit in because I learned all venues of songs. Mm-hmm. And so what, the way I feel, my, when I go out and I fill out a room, I look at the room and I look at the people. You know, whether you got more Caucasian people or you got more blacks or Mexican, whatever. You fill it out and then you know where you're at. And you just sing to that audience, you know? And then if you got a mixture, then you mix it up. I go mm. back and forth. So everybody will be happy. Throw some Motown in there, you know. Right, and that <laughs> way you hold your crowd all night. So you have to be able to disearn your audience. That's, you know, being a professional, that's, that's one of the things that I see and I have learned and still learning, you know, to how to discern an audience. Mm. Because if you lose the people, then you got no gig. You want to you want to hold them, hold them where they can come back and they say, hey, bring them back, bring mm-hmm. them back. And most of the places we've been going, we've been going back, Larry. So, yeah, so that that's, speaks that's well how to your ability to to, re, to take the temperature mm-hmm. because there's a big difference between, I'm sure, you going into a restaurant and starting at eight o'clock mm-hmm. as opposed to. Uh, Frank Jones Corner, which starts at one o'clock. People yeah. have been at three bars already. <laughs> you're at a whole nother level whole of, nother of what level. they want. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, you might go into a, a nice, fine restaurant singing, doing some Sam Cooke melodies or something soft and laid back. Then you get to Frank Jones, you die, You know, you're doing you uh, blues club jumping. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it depends. It, you know, you gotta learn how to discern that song. Well, thank you all so much for coming in. Before we leave, we want to make sure to point people to where they can find out more information about y'all. So give us your website, your Facebook, whatever, uh, wherever we can direct people to learn more about Johnny B. and Queen Aretta. JohnnyBSanders.com. That's spelled J-O-H-N-I-E-B-S-A-N-D-E-R-S dot com. 
And also you can go on Facebook to our band page, and it's Johnny B. and Queen Iretta Santa's Blues Band Review. And you can find all the videos and all the fun stuff on there that you want to see. Uh, us doing performances and some of the gigs that's coming up. And uh, also we have uh, our um, email addresses, Iretta Sanders at yahoo.com. Johnny at johnnybsanders.com. And our numbers and all should be on there. So uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys out there in Radio Land and hope to see you around Jackson or somewhere in Mississippi real soon. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank uh, for you, those Mary. of you who thank you. Uh, for those of you who've tuned into the show late, you'd like to listen back or share it with a friend, you can go to the MPB website at mpbonline.org. They post all our past shows there uh, for you to listen to or uh, pick them up uh, through your uh, preferred podcast provider. Until next time, be seeing you around.